Hi, I'm UFC commentator John Gooden. What's up, guys? This is CFFC middleweight champ Aaron Jeffrey. Hey, I'm Mitch Chilson, and you are listening to SC Facts Speaks 2. SC Facts Speaks 2. Okay, I'm here with Aaron Jeffrey, CFFC middleweight champion who's got a fight coming up in Dana White's Contender Series. Aaron, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, you're Canadian, but you've been in Vegas a little while now. So how have you found that move generally? It's been, it's been awesome, man. Uh, training's great. Weather's great. Good people down here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, so just quickly, I saw on Twitter the other day that you posted about having a streak on Duolingo. So I'm just curious what you've been like. Uh, yeah, I'm learning French. My girlfriend is French-Canadian. Uh, and when we met, she actually didn't speak very good English and, and she's learned pretty good and she's uh, like perfectly bilingual now. So I'm learning French. Yes, good. I just thought I'd throw that in here before we get into the serious <laughs> Mix stuff. it up. Mix um, it up. Yeah, I've, I started at the start of the pandemic, but I just couldn't get on with it. I started learn, I tried to learn Japanese, but I just couldn't pick oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah. It helps, uh, it helps when you have a significant other that speaks yeah. the language. I'm sure. A bit of extra sure motivation. Um, so since we last talked, you've gained a bit of notoriety online, a bit of buzz on Twitter. There was a UFC article. Um, the Muller thing's taken off as well, obviously. We've seen mm-hmm. the t-shirts out and about. Um, do you notice a difference in that or not? Uh, a, difference, a difference in what? In sort of like the notoriety that you have. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, quite a bit since, uh, since being down in Vegas. I think hanging out with Strickland, he's obviously gaining quite the following right now and he's posting some stuff for me so i think that's helping out quite a bit awesome um so the fight september 28th on contender series against kyo bahio um first question i guess you're just under a month out now how are you feeling i'm good man it's it's been a long camp uh i've been ready to go for a while and i'm just excited to get in there um how much do you know about him as opponent because he's brazilian obviously but he's a regional champion just like yourself um as much as you can find out online really i yeah. mean like i know his record I, I know his method of of winning uh there's not a ton of tape on him but i think there's enough um i think if you watch like a minute of the guy that's pretty much enough to yeah. i don't want to say figure him out but kind of like realize the style right he's uh he only does a couple things but he, he does he does it well what he does um uh, but yeah he uh he kind of sticks to uh, the same things i think so Obviously, on paper, you feel this is a good matchup for yourself? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, obviously, with the Contender Series, one thing that you see from that is that it prioritizes finishes a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You've got some finishes, but your last fight, you kind of had to grind the guy out a little bit. Does that kind mm-hmm. of play on your mind a little bit going into something like that, or do you just not dwell on that? I'm not dwelling on it too much. I mean, eight, eight out of my 10 wins are finishes um it's a pretty good finish percentage uh so I, it kind of comes naturally for me um but honestly man like as a fighter you're you're just looking for the win so the last time we talked um you said you weren't really keen on doing the contender series again so in your mind mm-hmm. what changed was it just a case of getting that offer on the table and thinking like i can't turn this down yeah that's that's pretty much it man i mean uh we weren't getting a ufc contract but we were getting a contender series contract so i didn't want to turn that down they seem to be bringing a lot less guys in straight to the UFC, especially these last couple of seasons of Contender Series. It feels like a lot of the guys they sign, unless it's someone, say, 
Paddy Pimblett, who's got a bit of a name. Um, mm-hmm. These guys, pretty much everyone they're bringing in seems to be going through the contender series now. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't know why, man. It's, it's kind of weird, I guess. Uh, I mean, honestly, getting a contender series fight now is like, it seems almost the same as getting a UFC fight. Like the contract's not the same. Obviously, you're not getting paid the same, uh, but it's got a pretty decent following. Uh, like you said, a lot of the guys get signed. Um, so it's, uh, it's still a pretty solid stage to be on. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter a little while ago. I saw someone was posting about a guy being signed to the UFC, and it wasn't a fighter who posted, but they posted about the guy getting signed. I can't remember who it was, but it was a contender series deal. That seems to mm-hmm. be the way now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Talked a little bit about Vegas early. You've been down at Syndicate MMA. Um, have you enjoyed that training environment? It's awesome, man. There, there's so many high-level guys here. Um, like Strickland's here. Michael Chieso is here for a bit. Um, Daniel Rodriguez, who just fought on the weekend. We've got Cleo Roundtree, uh, Sasha Platnikov. Um, like there's always guys in and out because it's close to the, the UFC building. Okay. So there'll be guys coming in and out, like tons of other like pro fighters that will come down to visit too. So uh, it's great, man. Talk to me about John Wood as a coach. What do you think he's been able to bring to your game? Um, honestly, the main thing I would say is that he's got so much experience, man, like so much skin in the game. He's cornered, I don't know how many UFC fighters. Um, we cornered Strickland together. And to me, it was like this whole big ordeal. Like it was so cool to be backstage and all this. And like to John Wood, it's just like uh, like another regular day at work for him. Like he, he's been there and done that so many times. Um, so I think that level of experience in a coach is, uh, is huge. How was that experience going out there for the Strickland fight? I say going out there, it was just around the corner, but, um, yeah. going out for a main event, a big fight against Uriah Hall. How was that for you? It was sick, man. I was so nervous walking up though. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was probably more nervous than Strickland. Just, uh, yeah. like sitting cage side for, for a fight like that. Uh, seeing like Uriah Hall uh, across the cage before it started, like I'm standing behind Strickland, I'm seeing Uriah Hall there, a guy I've been watching for, I don't know, probably about 10 years now. Yes. Um, it was pretty surreal. Um, talk to me about Strickland because he says some things and he posts some things on social media and people think he's kind of a wild guy, but what's he like? Um, he's kind of a wild guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think what you see online is uh, pretty representative of him. Um, I, I think since he's got more of a following, maybe he's kind of like leaned into it a little bit. Maybe he plays it up a little bit more now. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much him. Were you used to that, or was that did that catch you off guard a bit when you first met the guy, or what? Um, I met him a couple of years ago. I was at Syndicate, uh, and uh, yeah, like I said, I think he's leaned into it a bit more. Like he was the same guy back then, but uh, maybe a bit more reserved, and now he's yeah. kind of amped it up a little bit um but he, he's a good dude man he, he's done a lot for me he's uh i think he's a sweetheart deep down in there that's how that's the promotion that's how these guys get to bigger fights isn't it though that's how it is that's it man like you see his following grow like crazy and i mean he's a good fighter that helps but uh yeah. it's it's the personality that does that yeah and he looked great against your eye hall as well man he's a savage i want to i trained with him two years ago he was just coming off his uh his motorcycle injury his his leg was all banged up he was like kind of out of shape you know i was just watching him like kick everyone's ass in the gym like beating up heavyweights and stuff and i went back home and i said i could see this guy being champ one day nobody knew who he was yeah. um and yeah i, I stick to that I, I think i could see him being champ like in the near future i forgot about that injury that's like a crazy turnaround because we saw something similar happen to frank mayball years ago yeah yeah, Strickland's knee was bad, man. His, uh, 
I, it was like his kneecap was like hanging right out of his leg. It was a huge surgery. Uh, they said like he'll never do anything athletic again. And here he is. Um, so you've got a good group of sort of middleweights, like heavyweights at um, Syndicate. Um, you mentioned Khalil Roundtree, obviously Rodriguez is a worldweight, mm-hmm. but um, I spoke to Corey Hendricks last week as well. And he talked mm-hmm. about that group of guys you got there. It's like something that really helps you guys grow together. How do you feel about that? Yeah, man, it's sick. We got, uh, we got like our big guy squad. I think a lot of these guys are used to not having other big training partners. Uh, so a lot of guys come down here to train. Um, so the big guys kind of stick together. Like we do our own training. Sometimes uh, we all like vibe really well. We push each other. It's awesome. And obviously Khalil's got his fight next week. So he's similar sort of position in camp to yourself and Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Obviously Khalil, well. For sure, man. And Khalil's looking sharp lately. I'm very pumped to see him fight. Yeah, you mentioned Rodriguez there. How do you feel about his fight at the weekend? Dude, he looked fucking awesome. Yeah. He's a gamer, man. Uh, he took took a week or two off after his last fight, which was like maybe a month ago. He came back in the gym. He he was feeling like a little bit out of shape, uh, but he just like grinded through his last two weeks of camp and, and goes out there on two weeks' notice, and he looked amazing. Um, also on that card, though, we saw a guy you have a win over, Andre Petrovsky. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about him getting shot in the UFC? And are you guys cool now? Because I saw you um, post on Instagram about the fight. Oh, yeah. You guys boys. Yeah, yeah we're cool now. Uh, we've been cool since, like, right after the fight, pretty much. He uh, he kind of, like, jokingly talked some shit on Instagram yeah. after we fought, and then we, we started chatting. He's a good dude, man. He's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, it kind of, I'm a bit bitter about it, seeing, seeing someone that I beat get signed. I'm happy for him, though. It could be anyone. I, I'd be bitter about it. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's what you get for going on the Ultimate Fighter, man. Like, I had the opportunity, and I turned it down. Um, and, and Dana, I think he, he likes the guys that go on the show. So a lot of them end up getting contracts. Yeah. Um, I was, you talked about the friendship you guys have. I was talking to a friend of mine about that kind of a little while ago and, like, couldn't imagine being in a fight with someone or, in his case, being finished by the guy and then being friends. Is that kind of a weird dynamic? um a little bit i mean i don't know, i uh i talked to sean brady now too yeah. he's uh he's one of the guys that beat me um I, I think there's usually a mutual respect i mean some guys are going to be like assholes about it and and be pissed off and want a rematch or whatever but uh you kind of like share something when you're in the cage together um just as we get towards the end here big fight tonight jake paul versus tyson versus tyron woodley um what do you think of the whole YouTube celebrity boxing thing? Have you seen much of that? Um, yeah, I, I like it, man. Um, I don't know why everyone hates on it so much. I don't know. It's like jealousy or what? Uh, like, yeah, Jake Paul's a little bit cringy, but uh, yeah. he's doing good things for the sport. I mean, Tyron Woodley's probably going to get a huge payday right now. Um, he's, he's bringing attention to a lot of MMA fighters. Like, all he needs to do is mention your name and it, it's going to bring you views or whatever um and I, I think he's not a bad athlete man he looks he's a pretty decent boxer i don't know why everyone hates him so much he looks like a what is he two and oh he looks like a decent like two and oh well, i think it's four and oh four and oh yeah whatever he is obviously the main thing is that he's not actually fought a boxer that's the main criticism he gets and obviously mm-hmm. and he's still gonna have that with um woodley as well how do you think woodley's gonna fare um i don't know man he seems kind of like in his last few fights he he was like kind of a guy that breaks under pressure a little bit and i think this fight's kind of huge and it's a lot of pressure um he hasn't let his hands go a whole lot in his last few fights either 
Um, obviously, that's the, the only tool he has in this fight, so he should let them go a bit more. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I see it being competitive. You got a pick or not? So, <laughs> I'm honestly kind of leaning towards Paul. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just uh, that's just my feeling. <laughs> um, Jake, obviously, is someone that kind of brings up a lot of issues towards like fighter pay and things like that. But he's been criticized. Do you think he's doing that with the right intentions or not? Um, I mean, I think he's trying to make himself money more than he's trying to make anyone else money. But uh, I mean, he is making other people money. So whatever he's he's doing, he's yeah. he's helping out other people for sure. All right, cool. Um, so back on to your fight as you finish off, Kai Barreo, as we said, mm-hmm. September twenty eighth. Um. How do you see yourself getting this one done? Uh, I, I could see a finish in later in the fight, second, third round, TKO. And obviously, ideal scenario, contender series, you walk away with that contract. That's right, man. So just to finish off, I saw another interview you did with um, Alex um, Bahunian. Um, mm-hmm. you talking about who you want to fight when you get to the UFC. You gave quite a good description. <laughs> um, so do you have a name in mind of who that is or not? I don't know, man. Whoever, whoever's the shittiest guy in that division, I don't know who it is. I don't know. I don't think the rankings go past like twenty or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm sure there's some guy down at the bottom that I can dust yeah. up real quick for for a nice finish. All right, cool. I know you're not going to name the person who you think is the worst fighter in the division. Probably <laughs> <laughs> right. someone I've never heard of. Yeah. All right. Um, just wrap it up here. Where can people check out? what you're up to obviously the fight's going to be on espn plus on contender mm-hmm. series fight pass mm-hmm. around the world um how things going man where can people see what you're doing yeah uh everywhere on social media at aaj mma yeah awesome and get one of the um mullet shirts as well because really- yes support the cause send me a dm and get one of these shirts yeah I'm, i might have to dm you about that in a bit yes sick man <laughs> all right thanks a lot man yeah man of course